0: Hello, and welcome to Rebounding Faith. I'm Gina Ferrari.
1: I'm Kristen Corona. And I'm Katherine Baer. When walking in faith seems impossible and you can't see the purpose in your pain, we are here to help you find hope in the struggle.
0: Hi, and welcome to Rebounding Faith. We are so glad that you're joining us this week. Do us a favor, if you would, stop by our website, it's reboundingfaith.com, and leave us a comment. Put your email address in there so we can communicate with you, and let us know what you think about this podcast. Let us know what works for you and what doesn't. We really want your input on that. And if you um, enjoy the podcast, share it with somebody who you think might benefit from hearing it. Uh, do us a favor as well, like and subscribe, rate and review, and we really appreciate it.
1: So welcome to Rebounding Faith, as Gina had said, and today we are excited to talk about forgiveness. What forgiveness is, how do we forgive, and why it's important, basically. So The definition, I thought that'd be a great place to start, right? Forgiveness. It's a common word. We all know. We think we know exactly what it means. But guys, I got to let you know, I was a little surprised when I looked this up, the true definition of forgive, the compound word of for and give. What I found was that the definition of forgiveness straight up is just to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone, including ourselves for an offense, flaw, or mistake. Mm -hmm. But if you really dig into the word forgive, what you'll find is the word for, if you were to segment it into two words, means to be for someone, to not hold anything back. You are so for that person that you are giving them completely over not, not withholding anything. And then, of course, the word give, right? You are giving them something Uh, entirely. So you're giving them this, and the word for, of course, not holding anything back. So what are you giving them? You are giving them your release, I guess. You are no longer holding them um, accountable or responsible, and you're letting it go. So the Wikipedia definition goes into it a little bit more, where it says, forgiveness is the intentional or voluntary process By which a victim undergoes a change in feelings and attitude regarding an offense. Letting go of negative emotions such as vengefulness, anger, resentment. But here's an interesting fact. The word forgive, forgiving, forgiven, or forgiveness is mentioned a whole lot in the Mm -hmm. Bible. So... In true to form, I'm going to ask you guys, what do you think? How many times? Just off the top of your head, Kristen, what do you think?
2: Well, gosh, on one of our last episodes, <laughs> the answer around roses was 35 million. Yeah. So I have this really big number in my head. I'll say 450. 450. All right. And that's, Gina?
0: That's almost every page. <laughs> <laughs> right. hey, I, I don't, don't really know. Important. Yeah. I'm, going, I'm going with like Ninety.
1: Ninety. Okay. So kind of sort of in the middle. <laughs> Guys, a hundred and twenty-one times in mm. both the old and new testament, which really that was addresses. Being way too kind to yeah. Me. <laughs> but you middle. know what? <laughs> I gotta so tell forgiving. you, sometimes I feel like I live times and months of my life where I'm like, it should be mentioned four hundred and fifty times. Mm. Like it's that top of mind yeah. for me. So yeah, probably not too far of a reach. So Forgiveness is being obedient to God's word. It's not in our power, but in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I know for me truthfully, guy, like I just really know that there are times where it's so difficult to forgive someone that it's got to be from God. It has to be through His power. It can't be done any other way. And so He gives us the strength to let go and release the offense and the offender into God's hands, and it's not relying on our own strength. So God alone is the judge, right? Vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. So we have to trust that He will deal with the sins against us in His timing. That's the key part, in His timing. Yeah. So I thought maybe we could break it up. And Gina, I know you have some thoughts on what forgiveness is not.
0: Yeah, I think it's really important to differentiate what forgiveness is and what it is not. And it is not condoning, excusing, pardoning, or forgetting. It's not minimizing the effect of the offense. It's not forgetting the pain, hurt, or devastation inflicted by another person. And in some cases, it is not the restoration of a relationship.
1: So Gina, on that note, I just had a few questions yeah. for you. So if we look at forgiveness completely, as we talked about the um, definition before, right? Like with mm-hmm. for, not withholding anything back and giving of ourselves and releasing them completely. How is that not condoning are excusing. Do you have any thoughts on that? Like how, what's the difference?
0: I think that this is the tricky part and it's why we have to lean on God for this
1: yeah. because
0: we cannot do it on our own. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people, I know that I have been in this situation where you get hung up on feeling like they didn't ask for forgiveness, so I'm not going to forgive them. They did what they did was so wrong. If I forgive them, isn't that saying it was okay what they did? No. No, it's not saying it's okay. Or, or it's not minimizing it. We're not it's none of those things, but I think that's the kind of pull and tug on on people who don't want to forgive because they are concerned that it almost makes it the offense less harmful. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and it doesn't. Yeah, It's just truly asking God to be able to fully let go of the offense without saying that it is okay what they did. We're not asked to say it's okay. We're just asked to completely let it go and let God. Do you
1: think we can look upon it? What do you guys think about this? If we were to look upon it as a transfer almost, where we're transferring the responsibility Um, of carrying that, remembering it, um, judging it, right, over to God. So let's say something has happened to us that is so painful and difficult, and we're just holding on to it. It's robbing us of our peace, right? It's been said that to hold a grudge is like taking a pill or poison, right, Mm -hmm. and waiting for the other person to die, right? Because it's only affecting us. Mm -hmm. So if we were to transfer that to God and say, God, you carry it. I'm done. I'm done carrying this heavy load. I trust you to take it, to handle it, to deal with it according to your will and infinite wisdom. Mm -hmm. Right. But for me, I'm not going to carry it anymore. I'm going to release my responsibility from holding, being held captive by whatever this is. And I'm going to entrust you to do that. So I think looking at it like that, like it's almost like a transfer over to him. And in so doing, you're not saying, Hey, what they did is okay. It's just, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to carry that. I'm going to free myself and I need to forgive in order to obtain peace in my soul.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it really is a gift that we give to ourselves. Yeah. Without a doubt. It's releasing us of that burden. It's releasing us of that bitterness it, and, and letting go and giving it to God, transferring it to him, because mm-hmm. he can handle that burden that we cannot, that's going to rob us of our joy and our peace.
1: Right. It's almost like you could call it for gift, right? Yes. It's a yes. gift it is, yep. to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know no, what, it's... just thinking about that, i um, If you go to our website, I do have a blog on forgiveness.
1: Oh, yes. It's a good one, too. Yeah, for sure. You can go to reboundingfaith.com and just go to Gina's blog. That's right. I forgot about that. Me too. Um, So forgiving others, then, when we forgive others, we are making a promise to never use their past sins against them Mm -hmm. in the same way that God never holds our sins against us. So I like the word release because when you think about it, you know, you're you're letting go in such a way that it's no longer in your grip. You're no longer, you know, you think about something like gripping so tight that you're white knuckling it. You're mm-hmm. holding on to that, you know, so releasing is just opening up, right, yeah. letting go. And so you're not bringing that up. You're not conjuring up whatever offense it was that this individual did to you. Or even harder, Gina and I, you and I were talking about this before we recorded, is the person or the offense that continues. And it just, it's not a one-time offense. It's constant and it just keeps happening, right? The 70 times 7, it's over and over and over again that is requiring us. And if you didn't forgive the first one, how are you going to receive or forgive number 65, right? right? It's just like it keeps building and compounding. So... But it is, the idea is to never use their past sins against them, and forgiveness is a promise. It's not a feeling. I love that. Mm, yeah. It's like a decision.
0: Yeah, and you know what, too, Catherine? Every time we bring up or hold something over someone's head, it's not only in Letting them know you haven't forgiven them, mm-hmm. it's bringing up that pain in you again. It totally. It's is. reliving. There's no it, healing. It, there mm-hmm. is no mm-hmm. healing.
1: You cannot begin to heal until you forgive, right? Yeah. And um, in fact, I have um, several members in my family who are part of the 12 step program. Mm-hmm. Um, they struggle with drinking and addiction and whatnot. And there is a step, and I can't recall. It's the fourth step, but there's, an, there's a step where they have to do amends, right? Mm-hmm. And that is so critical to their recovery and to their healing when they sit down and do these amends and in the same way are asking for forgiveness for what they did. And so I think for us to forgive others, right, and we're mm-hmm. going to get into forgiving ourselves, which is kind of what the amends piece is when you're in the program, um, forgiving yourself and asking for forgiveness of others. Um, so I think it's something where we just have to remember that when you forgive someone, you're not going to just have this sudden feeling wash over you of peace and, you know, Oh, I've been brought to this better place. That Mm -hmm. isn't how it happens. The peace that accompanies forgiveness is the feeling. So you forgive You start to go on with your life, right? And then peace eventually will start to fill in. Fill Mm -hmm. in where hatred and um, bitterness, yes, all of that
0: had taken root. When you um, mentioned making amends, um, you know, I wanted to just bring up that there is a difference between saying you're sorry about something, apologizing, and actually asking someone to forgive you. There is power in the words, please forgive me.
1: Mm.
2: That's true. And you also, to Catherine's point, that actually that has to be a feeling. It can't just be – I know sometimes for me, maybe my husband and I are arguing about something and – I don't like when we argue, mm-hmm. and um, if I did something wrong, I just want to say, I'm sorry. Okay, are we good? Can we just, like, move on? We're fine now. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I'll do it again. Right. But there's a, a feeling associated with, like, really being sorry, but mm-hmm. then also, and I know we'll talk about this more later, um, it's not on my timeline when right. he forgives me for yeah. what I did or what I said or what I shouldn't have said, right? Yeah and i think sometimes that's hard mm-hmm. because you want to do the act of saying i'm sorry can we just move on now yeah and even if that person accepts your apology in that moment um the the feeling of really forgiving or being forgiven is going to be delayed
0: mm-hmm. right yeah. it's just our responsibility to ask right
2: exactly I think Absolutely. the the other side, and, and, and Catherine, you alluded to this, is just forgiving ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think forgiving ourselves can be one of the biggest struggles that we go through. Um, but in actuality, we, we do not have to forgive ourselves. I think that's God's job primarily, obviously. Um, but there's steps to forgive ourselves. And I think... Some of that is to quit denying our guilt and recognize that we have sinned. Um, and I think we all, we all think about that, right? Like if we did something wrong, we need to own up to that. Mm-hmm. We need to admit that we have sinned and we need to ask God to forgive us. But then we have to trust his word and promise that it's finished, Mm -hmm. But I think that's so hard when we, you know, we've talked a lot about guilt or shame and sometimes that um, has deep roots, especially if it's something that's been kind of dwelling for years. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be hard when maybe the impacts are very serious. Yeah. And I, I think especially hard when we negatively impact other people that we really care about. Yeah. And I think, I think that's really, really difficult.
0: I can speak from experience on that. Forgiving myself was one of the hardest things that I've done. When you cause damage or pain um, to a family member, to a child, by the decisions or the sin in your life, the repercussions of that sin, even though you're forgiven, there's repercussions of that sin. And when you hurt other people with your choices, it doesn't just go away. And so there's this feeling that you almost have to do like a penance or something. That's why I felt like as long as they're hurting, I need to, hurt. I need to hurt. Mm-hmm. I need to hold on to the guilt and the regret and the shame. And so forgiving myself, it really, I did have to come to terms with if God forgave me, who am I to say that's not enough, right? But it's a struggle and and I know it is for a lot of people.
1: Mm-hmm. Gina, did you struggle with believing God that He forgave you?
0: I think I struggled with believing I was worthy mm-hmm. of His forgiveness.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So that He was capable and surely did it, right? Because of what he it says f- in the Bible. Right. But as far as would he do that for me? Me
0: when I did something right? that caused someone else yes. to hurt is that that's a whole different level. You know, so it's a tricky, it's a tricky thing, forgiving ourselves. But I think what we do is the more we replay it, the more guilt we feel, the more times that we think that we don't deserve to be forgiven, or maybe God can't completely forgive us, then we're, we are keeping ourselves sick in that prison, Mm -hmm. you know, of that. And that is such a tool of the evil one, because when God says it's finished, it's finished.
2: Right. Well, right. I think something that's really hard too, and I've experienced this is, I don't know that I necessarily feel when I'm in this place that God hasn't forgiven me, but it's almost like I don't care because I haven't forgiven myself. Mm. So it's like that's great, God forgave me. Um, it might also happen that the person that I hurt forgave me, but I haven't forgiven myself yet. Yeah. So I can't get, I can't get past that. And mm-hmm. I think that that's also a feeling that I think is really difficult. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, it it's really hard when the other person hasn't forgiven you mm-hmm. um, or when you feel like God hasn't forgiven you or you don't think that you're worthy of that forgiveness. But even if you know in your heart that God has forgiven you, if you haven't let go of it yourself, yeah, that's tough. Yeah.
1: And it's something I think about that verse, Psalm 103, 12 that says as far as the east is from the west Mm. so far has he removed our transgressions from us like really think about as far as the east is from the west yeah (laughs) like i mean i suppose you know if the earth goes it's round right so eventually maybe it comes back around but the idea so and the concept is that it's gone. It's like literally dissipated right. in different directions. It's it's completely gone and released. Mm. So if God can do that and does do that, why do we insist on holding ourselves to that yeah. level and to that level of pain?
0: Yeah, I think it's it, like you were talking about, Kristen. I think when we haven't forgiven ourselves, we, we just can't quite get there. You know, can't quite let it go because we're still struggling with what we've done inside. You know, so, so we
1: don't have peace.
0: Right, right. Mm-hmm. In ourselves.
1: We're back to the, the P word, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Peace. We just don't have, have peace, that. peace, yeah. Place. So whether we're struggling to release someone from a wrongdoing that Mm -hmm. they've done and inflicted upon us or letting go of something we've done to others either way I do see a commonality there and that is letting go right Mm -hmm. and so I don't know what benefit we have by holding on in either scenario
0: it doesn't benefit us at all no no it only harms us
2: yeah, it's hard because I think it just it takes time mm-hmm. to get through that and process. We don't in. have patience. We don't have time. We're you know very eager to not want to feel how we're feeling, but again, it's not on our timetable when we have that release or when we <sighs> finally recognize that we're okay and we have gotten through it and God has forgiven us. Like that, it just, it takes time. Mm
0: -hmm. And we don't have the mind of God. Mm -mm. We're human beings, right? So we don't think like when he says it's done, it's done. It's not that -hmm. that easy for us. It's a little more complicated sometimes.
2: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: For sure. Yet one thing we know is that healing cannot begin until we do let go.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: So we could be caught in this never ending cycle year after year after year Yeah. until we get to that place where we can just lay it down.
2: Well, the weight of carrying that burden, I think, can be exhausting too. And Mm -hmm. I think it shows up in a variety of ways. Like you can feel anxious, you can be bitter, angry, depressed – You can have insomnia. Um, I I mean, the list goes on and on of all of these feelings that you would have that I think are just really challenging to work through, Mm -hmm. especially if you're in a place where you feel like maybe you deserve to Mm -hmm. feel that way. Because like you said, Gina, like I did something wrong Mm -hmm. and I need to, like I deserve to feel this way for however long we think we deserve to feel that way for. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because, you know, I've talked before uh, about shame and guilt and the sadness that I, uh, you know, wore like a cloak. And it was all over not allowing the forgiveness of God to be enough, Mm -hmm. you Hmm. know, just not trusting that when he said it, it was done and I could let it go and I was worthy of. Of that forgiveness and of completely letting it go. Yeah. So we hold on to this. Yeah.
1: Step. And you know, another thought I had is similar to when someone is inflicting something upon us over and over and over again.
0: So much harder.
1: W- well, it is. But then when we're wrestling with forgiving ourselves, and we see pain that we have caused or inflicted on others, we mm-hmm. see that play out over and over in their lives. Yes, that's what I was saying, so, the repercussions. Yeah, so they in a way, away. it's like it's both on mm-hmm. either side. Mm-hmm. It's just that one action or multiple actions that we've caused pain in someone else's life, we're seeing that God may have forgiven us. Great, mm-hmm. that's done, right? I'm good. But now I'm watching it play out in my child or my friend yes. or my spouse yes. or whatever that is, right? So that's really hard. It is hard for sure.
2: One, I think the thing that I struggle with the most in Gina, you said this earlier and it's kind of still eating at me is I think most of the time, if someone apologizes to me, I forgive them. Mm -hmm. I think most of the time, Mm -hmm. like especially, I mean, if you're really sincere Sincere. and you're really heartfelt, you know, your apology is very heartfelt but where i struggle is if someone doesn't apologize mm-hmm. because that like eats at me mm-hmm. even more and then i become obsessed with the fact that i feel like they did something wrong and they haven't apologized mm-hmm. and and for me like they could never apologize right. and that burden that i am carrying is so hard for me to put down mm-hmm.
1: Kristen, do you think, I think of Jesus's words on the cross when he said, forgive them, they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any truth to that, to someone who doesn't apologize? Maybe they're not aware of the severity and the implication for you.
2: <laughs> I'm laughing because I my personality is like, I think they know because <laughs> yeah. there's a good chance I told them. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Cause I'm not, maybe really they don't see it. Agree. shy away yeah. from yeah. really just bringing yeah. things to a head. But, um, so I would say more often than not, yeah, they probably know how it impacted me. Um, but maybe they don't think that what they did was wrong.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or they felt like it was in response to something that I did. So then it's kind of like this escalating mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. where you kind of were like, Well, well, but I wouldn't have done that if you didn't do this. And then but then you did mm-hmm. this, so I did this. And it's just kind of this like pile. Right. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I don't want to make this only about other people. Like the same can be said for me. Like sometimes mm-hmm. yeah. I don't want to apologize if I feel like I didn't do something wrong. Yeah. Or if um maybe i did something wrong but i feel like it was in response to something that the other like person it was justified. Did. so it was justified mm-hmm. and yeah. it, you know it's just kind of this battle either way that you kind of get stuck in i think or that i get stuck in i should say
1: you know it's it's crazy to me to think about that statement that jesus said forgive them they know not what they do this is god in human form that was healing the ear that Peter cut off, right, Mm -hmm. of the guard and healings and exorcisms and all these crazy miracles that he was doing. And word was spreading. These guards who were killing him under, they had to do it, right? Right. They were um, under Roman authority. They had to do it. Yet Jesus is saying they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And they had to have known. So
0: I don't think that, I think he meant they don't know who I am. I am God. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing.
1: Yeah. And so I think if that's possible and they don't know that they're doing that to God in human flesh, right? Human form, it's highly likely that the people we're encountering have no idea, Mm -hmm. you know, no clue that. And it's like the saying, "the benefit of the doubt," right? I think that there are cases where they just don't know, but I also think that there are cases where they just don't care. Yeah, yeah. And
0: that's, and that's, a that's the one, hardest. like you were saying, Christian, yeah. But because you know they're just going on about their merry way, yep. mm-hmm. haven't given it a second thought, and you're over there stewing yeah. on it, taking you know? that poison pill. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. That's hard. That's a that's a really tough one for me personally.
1: Yeah. And so it's how and you know how does God help restore our peace through that process? Because it is a peace robbing process when we're stewing and why didn't they do that? You know, and it's back to when we were speaking about fairness in the previous episode right? When we were talking about that in um, Difficult People and Mm -hmm. in Coming Up Roses, we had talked about the concept of fairness. And I think we want to see somebody who's inflicted some sort of harm on us. There's got to be some fair, you know, repercussion that is handed out. And so part of that is them owning up to what they've done. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes we just have to lay it down and accept that people are broken. They don't understand. And whether it's pride or, you know, just being clueless, I don't know which, but it's um, probably not going to transpire. So we can't allow their shortcomings to keep us from forgiving yeah. and restoring our peace.
0: I remember in an episode that Kristen had given a quote, and it's like, you know, hurt people, hurt people, but graced people, grace people.
2: Yeah, I mm. loved that. that and forgiveness
0: so is grace, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. you know. Because well, ultimately, action. I think where I I can get with people is I'm not perfect. Right? I if I was in if the shoe was on the other foot, I would want to be forgiven. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and. And even if they don't know and even if they didn't apologize and even if they do it again, if I go back to like what would God do, he would forgive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And most of this stuff is so petty. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's really petty stuff that typically gets me really jammed up. It's not like I have a lot of people in my life that are like really, really doing terrible things that Mm -hmm. are potentially unforgivable in some people's minds. But um, most of it's really petty. Yeah. Yeah. And I can find myself being really stubborn and just like holding on to something that if I was just thinking about it differently and thinking about it through God's lens mm-hmm. of what He would do in that situation, I would be able to just give it up so yeah. much easier.
0: Mm-hmm. I think yeah. when we were talking about forgiving others, too, when someone is on a daily basis, hurting you. It's a constant state of asking God, help me to forgive this person. I think the whole forgiveness concept and the beauty of it, it is a gift, but it's difficult.
2: It's really difficult. It's I a, liked when you were talking before, Catherine, about like when we were talking about how do you forgive? Mm-hmm. You, um, I, I love the the concepts that you were talking about relative to conditional versus unconditional mm-hmm. forgiveness. Can mm-hmm. you talk yeah. through that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, forgiveness can come in different forms um and different situations that are brought about in our lives. And so conditional forgiveness, is really transactional. So that's something when someone comes to you and asks for your forgiveness. So Mm -hmm. sort of like what you're seeking, right? Kristen, you're talking about someone to recognize the nature of their wrongs. They come before you. And like you were saying, Gina, the power in saying, can you forgive me? So if someone were to do that, we are commanded biblically to forgive them, Mm -hmm. right? So that's a conditional forgiveness. Unconditional forgiveness is in contrast where the person who has done this wrong, right, is either clueless or unwilling. Mm -hmm. They have no interest in pursuing and asking your forgiveness and making peace. So something was done and that's it. It's done, and you either carry it or you release it, Mm. and that is unconditional. And so you are laying that down to God. You are transferring it over to God and trusting that uh, God will handle it and deal with it as he sees fit, and it's unconditional because you will receive nothing else from that person as a result of doing that, Mm -hmm. except huge benefit, you'll get your peace back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to recognize that forgiveness comes in different packages mm-hmm. and that um, a lot of times you know in life we just have to forgive for the sake of our own sanity and yeah. peace
2: well and maybe something might start off as conditional-hmm right like yeah. I'll accept your apology thank you I appreciate you doing that but you're not quite there yet relative just don't to- do it again yeah. <laughs> And I'm also not going to talk to you for two weeks because I'm still upset. <laughs> but we'll get there. Yeah, right. Yeah. But maybe it starts off conditional and then right. it it eases into unconditional over time. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest. That's the biggest thing for me, especially when I've done something wrong, is I want to say I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Okay, we're good. Cool. Where do you want to go to dinner tonight? Or <laughs> right. Okay, so we're good. So Next you want to move you. past this
1: pretty fast mm-hmm. and. Now, you just said, maybe I won't talk to you, for like, not that you want to be mean or cold, but, like, maybe I just need to take some time, right, yeah. and process. Yeah. So, in that case, it's not super fast, so is it like you want the other person to forgive you fast, but maybe sometimes for you to reciprocate and forgive when it's your turn to do that in yeah. whatever situation? It's, it's all
2: on my difficult. timeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's all about...
2: I'm no. joking, but that's just how I think
0: about it yeah. in my head if I'm being mm-hmm. honest, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. when
2: I'm ready to say I'm sorry then I expect you to forgive me and we Instantly.
0: Pronto. And if the opposite
2: <laughs> yeah. happens, then you're just going to have to wait because I'm not ready yet.
0: Yeah. Such so, a human trait.
1: Oh, it totally is. So, Kristen, I have a question. And here's the other thing is that we don't want to confuse forgiveness with maybe there has been a violation to trust that has mm-hmm. happened, right? And it's really... The relationship has taken a hit, mm-hmm. right? You don't trust this individual, whether it is your, you know, spouse, friend, co-worker, mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? Um, and you have to recognize that really forgiveness is the first step, but you have to allow that relationship to now heal and be restored. And so I don't think we can equate the two. I think forgiveness and then immediately having your trust bank filled up, you know, back up, it's not going to happen. And um, I once heard it put, I think it was Brene Brown who talked about trust as in like marbles in a jar as you're building this relationship. Mm -hmm. And every small action, right, and experience with this individual, there's another marble in the jar. And over time, you have quite a few marbles built Mm -hmm. up in this jar. But if something were to happen that would destroy trust or take a toll in that regard, the marbles, there's a, a lot that are taken back out. And so, but again. The building up of that trust is one at a time. Mm-hmm. And so you got to give it that time. And so yeah. that time, that two-week time or whatever it is, that's probably minimum of what it's going to take to yeah. get back. Yeah. But the forgiveness is the start. For that's sure. That's the first I step. think that's the really important yeah.
2: point is really getting to a place of true forgiveness, which I I do think is just handing that off. I like the, like, it's a transaction between you and God. Like we're just giving it to God. Cause the other thing too is, um, it's not my place to judge people at the end of the day. It's really not. Yeah. I can get upset about something. I can say that someone's behavior is poor, Mm -hmm. but one, it's not my place to judge. And two, I also have bad behavior. Yeah. So it's like between those two things, I think I would hope that we can have a little bit more grace Mm -hmm. relative to how quickly we forgive. Right.
1: Absolutely. And it's something too, where we talk about forgiving ourselves and others, right? We can't forget that. Let's say we talked in the last episode about enemies, right? But sometimes these enemies are in me, right? It's Mm. something where, you know, it's an action or behavior that you're doing and fostering and maybe um, perpetuating on others. And so when that happens, I think we have to take time to forgive ourselves, as we were saying, and recognize those behaviors. And so perhaps forgiveness of ourselves in that uh, example is the starting point. But then it's going to take time to change those behaviors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's not going to happen overnight either. Exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I think these are really good tips to help with forgiveness. Is there anything else that you guys would think of that you do or that you think about to try and help you forgive?
0: I I do. When I was getting um, help, and, you know, back 30 years ago and I was getting treatment for, you know, depression and emotional issues, um, forgiveness was a huge topic and they had an exercise that was you prayed and you asked God to bring to the forefront of your mind every one and every occurrence that you had not forgiven, including yourself and including, as odd as it sounds, God. Sometimes we hold a grudge against God hmm. in our anger. Mm-hmm. So to write them all down and and then once they were written out, to go down that list and forgive that person. Let it go. Give it to God, and then go down to the next one, to the next one, and then at the bottom, when it was all completed, and I'd forgiven everyone on the list, including myself, including my anger or hurt towards God, and then we we burned it, and I was that just was just. Say, did you yes, burn it? We did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. And so I That's think powerful. sometimes, you know. When you're really struggling with a lot of emotions, guilt, shame, you know, regret, those kind of things, bitterness, all of that's been rooted in there and for a long time. Like we were discussing, it really does help to put pen to paper and to write it out and then to release mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I,
1: I would have that. to do that list like three times
0: a day. <laughs> well, it's because yeah. a day, because <laughs> my <laughs> personality—morning, lunch, and dinner. <laughs>
1: My personality is like, I really struggle with not the giving part of the forgive, but the for, like Mm -hmm. holding nothing back, like giving completely, like I'll give you two thirds, Mm -hmm. but I'm still holding on to that third. I just can't quite let go. Like my, my knuckles are still white. Mm -hmm. I'm still not releasing it totally. Mm -hmm. And so I might have to do that.
0: Yeah. So did it work? Like the first time? It actually did because I had never experienced it or been taught it or shown it in that way. And the exercise of doing it and actually praying and asking God to bring up to my mind the things that I was holding on to. And boy, I thought of things back from long ago that I hadn't even thought. And I thought, okay, I haven't actually completely forgiven that the white knuckle. I still was holding on to it a little Mm -hmm. bit and all of those things add up. And so when we wrote it all out, it was like kind of wiping the slate clean. Not that new things don't get written down and you have to maybe go through it again at some point. but up to that point it felt very, very freeing like yeah. I, I think had I'm gonna space do that inside yeah. of me mm-hmm. now for grace right for yeah myself that's another others.
1: good point is that if it's taking up space, all of these resentments and mm-hmm. everything bitterness that we're holding on to, where is there room for grace mm-hmm.
0: right? And the fruits of the Spirit.
1: Yeah. Everything we
0: give up, God's going to replace with something good, kind, loving, you know?
1: And so for me, it is helpful to remember that God commands us to forgive for really for our benefit. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Mm -hmm. it's not for the benefit of the other person. They may not ever even know it happened. Right. It's for us. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's so important to remember that we choose not to punish ourselves anymore. Yeah. With holding on to these thoughts, whether it be about others or for ourselves, and actions that we cannot change, we are powerless to change those mm-hmm. actions. So we will release them. We will entrust them to God. And as you reminded Kristen, like to transition it over mm-hmm. to God and his responsibility for him to deal
0: with it according. And his, his power. Yep. Mm-hmm. We yeah. can learn to let it go.
2: That's right. Yeah, I like that. So I heard, um, I was just kind of writing it down while we were Mm -hmm. talking through it. Believe it or not, we have like some notes that we put together in advance for the podcast, (laughs) but a lot of what we do is just free flow. (laughs) So um, I I was kind of writing this down while we were talking, but like to start with prayer, Mm -hmm. right, and Mm -hmm. ask for that transition of that feeling, like to be able to hand it over to God, be mindful of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Write things down, mm-hmm. right? Write the people down, write the situations down. That way, you can make room. You can get rid of that resentment, that bitterness, whatever you're feeling, shame, and you can make room for positive feelings mm-hmm. that will give you that will bring yeah. you peace, peace, like you said, Kat, and life enjoy. more abundantly, and life mm-hmm. more abundantly. Mm-hmm. And then finish with prayer, yeah, right? And thanking and, God and thanking God for allowing you to feel
0: that new sense that you feel yes. of
2: like that weight just being lifted. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for his mm-hmm. unconditional
0: love and forgiveness of us. It's just yeah. a thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a gift to ourselves and a big thank you to God.
1: Right. And it's it's chain breaking, right? Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. really is. It's it's freeing you from from being bound yeah. by yeah. this anymore. Yeah. So that is so, so powerful. So but question mindful of time. What did that mean, Kristen, when you said prayer and being mindful of time?
2: That it's not on our timeline. Mm. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, so just both, right? Like, yeah. if I do something wrong, like kind of like the example I was giving, it's not mm-hmm. up to me to be able to dictate when that person forgives me. When they go through this whole process, similarly with me, if I'm forgiving somebody um, recognizing that the the actual act of forgiveness is going to take some time too. That's right.
0: Yeah. Okay. And in God's timing, like when he said, vengeance is mine, Yeah. like we have to let go and know this is in God's timing that this situation is going to be handled. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I want to touch on something else too. I think it's really important is we've talked about forgiving others. We've talked about forgiving ourselves and Gina, you just touched on it, but forgiving God. Yep. And that's a super powerful Thing that we can't skip over yeah. because uh, I have known people, I myself have been angry with God at times in my life. Why is this happening to me? Why are you not giving me this or allowing this? Or why are you making it so difficult to do A, B, and C, right? Mm-hmm. Not understanding, seeking understanding where we're not meant to have it, yeah. where we should be trusting instead. So if we're having these challenges with forgiving God or not understanding God and why he's allowed things to happen, we have to address that.
2: Yes. We have to address that. And not to operationalize that process, but there's no reason you couldn't do the same exact thing. Exactly. Prayer. Yes. Like I'm super frustrated with you, God. Yeah. And I know that things might not happen on my timeline, Mm -hmm. but these are the things I'm going to write them down that I'm really frustrated by that. I feel like I need you to help me forgive you. Right. Right. Yes. Um, So that I can have feelings of that honor you and that praise you and that Mm -hmm. are loving because I don't have that right now. I don't mm-hmm. feel peace. So again, let's pray. Mm-hmm. My brother always says this, like, no matter how mad you are at God, just don't stop talking to him. Exactly. So no different than you would any other relationship that you were struggling with. That's right. Talk about it.
1: Yeah. Bring it to the forefront because where you get in trouble is when you stop talking. Exactly. Yes. And the the silence silence.
0: between us that we put there, that unforgiveness Mm -hmm. puts there when Mm -hmm. we won't let go of something, that's not in God's perfect will, right? right? So we're not going to be as close to him. And don't. You guys, any time that you think that God can't handle your anger or your hurt or your pain, or he is is a big God that can handle every emotion Mm -hmm. you have Mm -hmm. and just wants to communicate with you about it. Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. And we're made in his image, Image. right? And God... Gets angry. I mean, he has been angry in the Mm -hmm. Bible and it says that he's slow to anger, Mm -hmm. right? But he still gets angry. And so if we're made in his image and likely, you know, in in his likeness, we're going to experience anger probably a lot quicker than he does, but (laughs) we're going to experience it. So if we're struggling with that... And having issues that we need to bring up with God and work through those, he wants nothing more than to work through those and get us past that. So that's what we have to remember. So if we're struggling with forgiving others, forgiving ourselves, or forgiving God, I think we have to address that. He'll help us through it. I love these steps. I will be doing them myself. And one more thing, if we write them down we have to say, like, maybe even burning it at the end Brings that closure. There's something something about it. It's done. Yes. To see it burn
0: and disappear. Yep. It's gone. It's ash. It's finished.
1: There's something, we used to do this thing at um, Mariners, actually, on Easter Sunday, where we would, no, Good Friday, actually, we would go down and we would write something on a piece of paper that we wanted to leave at God's feet and Mm -hmm. had trouble Mm -hmm. doing that. Mm -hmm. This could be a forgiveness issue, right? And then we would nail it to the cross. We would fold it and nail it to the cross. And there's something so powerful about that, or perhaps Mm -hmm. burning it, but Mm -hmm. it's something like closure like yes. it is finished mm-hmm. right you burn it you nail vis- it to the cross the visual mm-hmm. it's finished. kind of
2: really brings it home i yeah. like that
1: yeah so i think that's so that's powerful great. this has been such a good conversation ladies thank you so much for um just walking me through this and allowing us to discuss this i hope it's been helpful to you listening at home um, we do love hearing from you guys, praying for you on a continual basis, and we hope that some of this resonates with you. And uh, we typically talk about stuff that we're kind of struggling with, mm-hmm. so, uh, so we absolutely every day walk through the same steps uh, as we're talking about, so... But on that note, we want to encourage you guys to go to our website, check out Gina's forgiveness blog. It's amazing. Uh, Go to reboundingfaith.com. You can also see us on social media. We've got a lot of posts going out now and uh, drop us a line, go to the contact us page and let us know what you think. And on that note, we hope and pray that you all have a rebounding week and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to like and subscribe to Rebounding Faith.